0: Simcha Leiner, he joined us yesterday. He was part of an amazing lineup yesterday on JM and the AM. Oh, was that part of an amazing lineup? I must say. Benny Friedman. <laughs> they both joined us at separate times to talk about their anticipation of the Big Hass concert January the 11th. And uh, we just had a great morning yesterday. And today will be a great morning as well, I am sure. Simcha Leiner with Pizchi Lee. heard ABD out of Canada with Avos Suvanim. Dedicating that to a group of people who greeted me on avenue l last Saturday night as I was walking into the kitchen click for our big um small business saturday night uh Saturday night seagull you may recall as I was walking in a wonderful group of people who were in an ovos uvanim um I guess what do we call it? Gathering, right? And of us who went in gathering where fathers and sons get together on Saturday night to study Torah and have a wonderful time doing it. Um they greeted me. They came out and uh and greeted me and actually invited me in to to see how amazing the program was. Unfortunately I had to get started with the show. But I want to dedicate that to them. And um that comes from ABD. Yaakov Shweki with Ruubanim. You heard Veshavu Vanim from C Landsbaum. You heard a theme. Uh, Ohad from Echad Yachid. You heard Birchas Habanim and Regesh Modani opening things up as we say. Good morning. It's a jam name Thursday on this December 4th, day 12, in the month of Kislev, the year 5775. tufshin I, and Hay. So we start saying the Sein Talumattar tonight. This may be a little shock to our friends in Israel, because in the Holy Land they've been saying the same for over a month. Uh, we start saying it outside of Israel tonight, Mariv. If you're not familiar with the practice, consult with your local rabbi. Uh, but we begin tonight with the Saint Talumattar, a very important reminder from all of us here at JM in the AM. Um We have an amazing day on the stream at jmandtheam.org. Really an amazing day today on the stream. Uh Some fantastic programming, as you would suspect. And uh, I'll go through uh, some of it, don't worry. But one of the things I was most happy about was that Michael Fragan tonight is again expanding a bit. <laughs> he always uh, does an amazing job with local politics and with the world of government in the United States in general, and occasionally, when warranted, he will expand uh, to the state of Israel as well. And uh, tonight, not only is he doing it, he's doing it in grand fashion, because this evening he's going to be featuring our very own Mayor Weingarten in uh, a discussion about the political scene in Israel. I know a lot of people want to hear what Mayor has to say, and you'll have your chance, I'm sure. Uh, during the Israel show on Monday. But tonight, I guess we could say Michael Fragan will have the scoop. So Rabbi Zwybell from the Aguda will speak about the Orthodox Jewish elected officials that are under fire in East Ramapo and other areas. Zach Fink, New York One, will discuss the Christie Cuomo bromance, as they both eye 2016. And Mayor Weingarten will set the table for Israel's early elections, all tonight on Spin Class, beginning at 6 p.m. Eastern time with Michael Fragan. If you are at all into politics, into government, it is such a great show each week, and he has amazing guests. And uh, we have plenty of, plenty of other wonderful things going on in the stream today at jamtheam.org, and I will outline them for you uh, coming up, that's for sure. 23 minutes before 7 o'clock. Good morning. Thanks for tuning in to 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Around the world in the web, org.
1: zu
2: Enter
0: Yankee Lemmer. He's pretty amazing, huh? He is pretty amazing. I believe I have an announcement that he's going to be... On the Lower East Side this Shabbos, is it this Shabbos? I'll check it out. Congregation Chassam Sofer, I believe, is welcoming him. I hope I have my information. Straight. I can't remember what I <laughs> what I read about which cantor where, uh, but I'll uh, get that for you coming up. Moshe Hecht with Ka'ayal. you heard psachya with Admatai, Chevra with Adolam. That is a that is a good CD Chai, from the Chevra. Simcha Liner had Pischili in there. Uh, it's Thursday, J.M. in the A.M. tonight. We start saying the same Talmud My thanks to Rabbi Kramer who again reminds me that in the Sephardic community, they go from the bracha of Barachenu to the bracha of Barech Aleinu tonight at Tfilat Arvit. And we in the Ashkenazi community go to Visein Talamatar. This is all outside of Israel. In Israel, they have been on Visein Talamatar already for over a month. Outside of Israel, we start saying Visein Talamatar tonight. Important reminder for Tfilat Arvit for Mariv this evening. 35 degrees, mostly sunny, a high temperature of 44, uh, partly cloudy tonight. Low 33, clouds for tomorrow, a high 46. I think they're talking about some rain for Shabbos, if I'm not mistaken. Great day on the stream all day long at org. We'll outline all of that coming up. Great programming today. Thursdays are extra special and I think it's reflected by the number of people who are tuned in on Thursday to our stream. It's really amazing. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, around the world on the web, org. broadcasting from the... Sonia and Robert Gold Studios here in Jersey City, New Jersey. Got the uh, Sal in the background. To our news from Israel coming up. Elections March 17th. I think it's now official, no? Well, I don't know. At some point it'll become official. That's the rumor. March 17th. Brand new elections in Israel. Malcolm Honelein tomorrow to analyze everything. Galay Tzahel, Israel Army Radio
1: News, next. <laughs> אתמול הגישה הנערה תלונה שלפי אלמוני גרר לקרבן בשחונה ושם תקף ואנס אותה. החוקרים אספו ממצאים רבים מהזירה והבוקר הזומנה למסורדות שבמהלכה כאמור סיפרה שהמציאה את המקרה מסיבות אישיות. היועץ המשפטי לממשלה, יהודה ויינשטיין, שידך הבוקר את שרת המשפטים המפוטרת ציפי לבני, ואמר שהיא הייתה משענת כלשונו נגד חוקים גזעניים.
3: את היית נכס למשרד המשפטים. אני לא רוצה לומר אמירות שיחשבו
2: פוליטיות חלילה, אבל אין לי שפק שנכון לולך חלילות. נדמה לי שהציבור בישראל לא יכול לוותר על קישורייך, כך שאני לא נפרד ממך גברתי השרה.
1: כתבינו יונה לייבזון ואלדר גילרן מוסרים שבמשרד האוצר נערך טקס פרידה דומה מהשר המפוטר לפיד.
4: במובן מסוים אנחנו עושים את הכינוס הזה במקום שתי מסיבות עיתונאיים. אחת זה שהיינו אמורים להציג פה כל הנהלת האוצר את תוכנית הגדולה שלנו להורדת יוקר המחיה. רצינו להכניס תחרות שתוריד תעמלות בתחום המזון. תוכנית שעבדנו עליה הרבה זמן. אני מקווה שכבר שר האוצר זה.
1: המלצה לבטל את טריאטלון אילת דליפת הנפט באזור, כתבתנו יערה שפירה.
2: בתום הערכת מצב שהתקיימה בשעות האחרונות, תבליץ המשרד להגנת הסביבה לעיריית אילת לבטל התחרות שדוכננה למחר ושל חשש לבריאות המשתתפים. בתוך כך ימשכו פעולות שאיבת הנפט עד לסוף השבוע, הערכות הן ראשוני של שמורת הטבע שנפגעה, רבים.
1: הסתיים הדיון בעיר אורו של ראש הממשלה לשעבר אהוד אולמרט על גזר דינו בפרשת הולילנד. מבית המשפט העליון כתבנו רום ליאור.
2: במהלך הדיון מתחו השופטים ביקורת רבה על חלק מתענותיה של ההגנה, כאשר השופט פוגלמן הפציאן כי הוא מעולם לא רע התנהלו דומה. למרות הביקורת, של אולמרט המשיכה וטענה שהרשעתו נשמחה על עדותו השקרית של עד המדינה, וכי ראיות לכך שידע על העברות בהמשך היום ישמע עירורו של אליעזר שמחאיוף שני תציג המדינה את תשובתה
1: שני הרוגים בשעות האחרונות בתאונות דרכים במרכז כתבתנו שרון פולוור
5: בתאונה הראשונה הולכת רגל כיבת 80 מפגעה ממשאית השפעה שנשאה חורנית ברחוב הרכסים ברמת גן צמתים של מגן דוד אדום שהגיעו למקום נאלצו לקבוע את מותה בזירה שלוש שעות לאחר נכן טרקטור התנגש באופנוע בכביש 424 סמוך למשמר הילון פעולות החייה בוצעו ברוכב האופנוע צעיר כבין 27 בסיומן נקבם אותו הנסיבות של שתי התאונות נחקרות כעת על ידי המשטרה
1: התחזית בסוף השבוע התקררות ולסיום, נחשף שמו של הסרט החדש בסדרת ג'יימס בונד. כתבתנו נועם דהן.
6: הסרט החדש יקרה ספקטר על שם ארגון הטרור המיתולוגי בסרטים הראשונים בסדרה. לתפקיד הראשי יישחק שוב דניאל קרג, ולצידו קריסטוף וולט שעל פי הערכות תהיה הנבל. הסרט ספרו ילצאת להקרנים בסוף חודש אוקטובר.
1: אלה החדשות שעורך שיפר. We're
2: going to start off the evening with a, a song that could be called The Model of Rav Nafinu Who here has heard Rav Nafinu Breslov?
3: <laughs>
2: so we are we are part of the Brestov community in Sfat. Who's been to Sfat? <laughs> Some us live there. He told his students when he was very sick, he said, never give up, never ever give up. This means for us to never give up on our, our nation, our families, our spouses, our children, but maybe most of all, never give up on ourselves. Look deep inside and find more and more potential there. Never give up.
0: AM, Uf Duye from Shmuel Levi. There it is, Uf Duyeh, Shmuel Levi. That's from the Zehayom CD, that's from the Leviathan CD here at uh, J.M. and the AM. Uh, before that, Simply Tzvat, UD Best is the name of the CD. Uh, the song is Never Give Up. It's a great rendition of that one, uh, opening up the 7 o'clock hour. It's Thursday morning, jam in the a.m. Tonight we start saying the Saint Talomatar. That begins at Mariv this evening. Don't forget, the Saint Talomatar begins tonight. Amazing day on the stream. I believe today is the debut of Sammy Schechter in his role as stunt show host. And that happens at 1 o'clock Eastern Time today right after the live lunch. So we welcome Sammy Schechter, a wonderful young man who uh, has got a good sense of humor and a lot of skill. He is part of the stunt show hosting uh, rotation, if you will. And that happens starting today, 1 o'clock Eastern Time. And I see that Avrami has prepared a throwback Thursday uh, for JM in the AM that features the King of Schlock The King of Schlock himself, Lenny Solomon, from a show that was done. Let's see how long ago. How long ago was that done? Um, Throwback Thursday today, which comes up right after the Stun show. From December 1st of 2004, going back exactly 10 years. I wonder if it was Hanukkah already. Maybe we featured Lenny in uh, a big schlock rock performance on Hanukkah. Anyway, a lot of stuff today. Uh, Charlie Harari at 9 o'clock right after JM and the AM with special guest uh, Guy Orman from Big Productions and the CEO Spotlight. He has uh, amazing segments, uh, management tips, practical productivity, life bits, leadership lessons, in the news with Michael Davis, all, all with Charlie Harari. At the 10 o'clock this morning, Allison Josephs. We've been talking a lot about her recently. Uh, she ran an amazing event this week, the Jew in the City uh, All-Star event. And then we mentioned her yesterday because she's... Uh, being recognized with Mayan Bialik as Partners of the Decade by Partners in Torah. if you heard that conversation yesterday with Rabbi Gortz? Uh, today on Jew in the City Speaks, Allison has a recap of the third annual Orthodox Jewish All-Star Awards. Uh, you'll hear from special guest and co-sponsor of the event, Rabbi Daniel Cohen of Agudash Shalom, with his brand-new Project Elijah Moment, creating a flash mob of kindness on social media. That's all happening at 10 o'clock. At 10.30, it's going to be... Um, uh, Miriam al Wallach she'll have the That's Life program from Keshet, Israel. Esti Elchano will be on talking about the big trip that we are planning this summer that you can join. Uh, that starts at the end of July right after Tishabov, and uh, she will be there uh, with Keshet. Uh, the tour is being run with Keshet and Ariel Tours open to all of our listeners and Miriam will speak with her coming up at 10.30 this morning. And then Joy of Kosher Shifra Klein will be in studio with Miriam al Wallach to review the latest Hanukkah issue of Joy of Kosher, and to make donut sandwiches. To make donut sandwiches. <laughs> that sounds like a unique project that's coming up today. And, of course, I'll be doing the live lunch, and I'll be featuring uh, what's new in the world of Judaica. Shlaimi Eichler is going to be joining us for that. A lot happening today on our stream at org. I was right. It's Congregation Chassam Sofer on Clinton Street on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. They are the ones who are going to be hosting a Shabbos Chazanut, a Shabbos Chazonis, this coming Shabbos, featuring Chazan Yanki Lemmer and choir leader, Yechiel Posner. It's happening tomorrow night with Kabbalah Shabbos at 4.15, Shabbos morning at 8.45, under the leadership of Rabbi Yazrael Sif and President Eugene Weiser. You are all invited to the corner of Clinton Street and Houston Street for this unique Shabbos Chazanut with Chazan Yanki Lemmer. Information, contact Congregation Chassam Sofer. Uh, all about that. Also, the uh, speaking of the Lower East Side of Manhattan, this coming Sunday, both by Simcha Hachbaum, the Chevron Director of Tourism, and Rabbi Daniel Rosenstein, the Executive Director of the Chevron Fund, are appearing this Sunday at 10:15 in the morning at the Orenstein Building on Bialostocker Place on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. This happens this coming Sunday. They'll be appearing. Uh, In support of the uh, holy city of Chevron, this event is in memory of our good friend Gene Singer. It's his first yard site that's being observed. He was a lifelong resident of the Lower East Side, a great lover and strong supporter of Israel, and it'll all be done in his memory this coming Sunday. So come here by Simcha Hachbam was always amazing, and by Daniel Rosenstein, the executive director of the Chevron Fund. This coming Sunday, ten fifteen, at the Bialystoker Shul on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. Very much. Looking forward to that this coming, uh, this coming Sunday. And the Levi Yitzchak Library and Family Center, where we had that amazing, uh, Hanukkah show last year, you may recall. That's a, that was a, that was a nice show. That was a fun show. Uh, they're going to be celebrating their fourth anniversary in a pre-Hanukkah celebration this coming Sunday. Uh, Sunday, December 7th, beginning at 11 a.m. They're going to be doing an event, uh, for the books. That's right, an event for the books. Get it? Library. At 11 a.m. Balloon Twisting with Juggler Keith. At 1 o'clock, Fireman Jason on the, with the book The Bravest Fireman. A video presentation at 4 p.m. on the Maccabees. And at 3 o'clock, David Adler, author of Any Favorite uh, Children's Books, will be there. Uh, He'll describe how to create a bestseller and they'll talk about his book The Story of Hanukkah. So that's all happening uh, at 564 Central Avenue in Cedarhurst this coming Sunday. 516-374 book. Five one six three seven 374 bo Okay, plenty more coming up. Keep it here at JM in the AM.
7: Hat ihn's gegeben, sie an in der
0: Lowy, who was uh, brilliant this past Sunday night at the uh, Markowitz Cats wedding. There he is with Avos Hashem. Thursday morning broadcast, JM and the AM. Again, a reminder of a Saint Talmud, If you don't live in Israel, where you've been saying it for quite a while already, we start saying it tonight at Vilat Arvit in Mariv. Keep that in mind. Nefesh Nefesh invites you to explore Aliyah as an empty nester. They have Aliyah planning workshops coming up this weekend for empty nesters if it's time to start thinking about uh, a future life in israel bergen county this coming sunday starting at 10am at the crown plaza englewood in queens this coming sunday at 7pm at the hilton new york jfk airport on 135th avenue in jamaica uh web address to register is nbn.org.il/usa nbn.org.il/usa you can get information about the program this coming weekend. December 7th, this coming Sunday, the American Friends of Beitel present Mike Huckabee, the former Arkansas governor and Fox News celebrity, and possibly, as it says here in the announcement from uh, from el possibly the next president of the United States. He'll be there as the keynote speaker. Mazal tov to guest of honor by Alan Schwartz and honorees Barry and Suri Weiss and Akiva and Hanita Tites. Uh, they're all being recognized by the American Friends of Beit El Yeshiva Center this coming Sunday at the Marriott Marquis in New York City. Information at area code 718-482-4134 or beteldinner.org. That's bet, B-E-T, beteldinner.org for information. Again, 718 482 4134 for information. Reminder, this coming Wednesday, under the leadership of the Bottom Line Marketing Group, the Winning Edge 2014 is going to be presented. This is the business conference featuring a whole host of amazing presenters, including our very owner by Goldwasser, including our very own Miriam L. Wallach. Including uh, Adam Lieberman, Jacob Engel, Yitzchok Saflis, Ira Zlotowitz, Mark Bodner, Jack Friedler, Saul Friedman, Richard Beeler, Susie Schwartz, Fanny Zigdon. They're all going to be participating in the Winning Edge 2014 Executive Business Conference happening in New Jersey at the DoubleTree in Fort Lee this coming Wednesday. It's a full day event. Information at WinningEdge2014.com. Again, that's WinningEdge2014.com, or you could dial seven one eight four one two. Three five zero eight seven one eight four one two three five zero eight. Don't forget to circle your calendar for Saturday night, December the thirteenth. It's the tenth annual benefit concert in support of education happening at the Parkey Synagogue in New York City. Cantor's Yitzchak Mayer Helfgott, the chief Cantor, and Cantor Yaakov Motzen and the Parkey Synagogue Choir will all be part of that celebration at Parky Synagogue on the thirteenth of December. Saturday night. Information by going to uh, the website, parkysynagogue.org, or dialing 212-737-6900. Again, that's 212-737-6900 for information. And don't forget, they are looking for folks to uh, participate in that very interesting Las Vegas weekend. There's a Vegas weekend at the Venetian Hotel that's being planned uh, by the Holocaust Resource Center that's based in, that's led, rather, I should say, by retired General Eugene Liebowitz. They're doing an inspiring weekend at the Venetian Hotel. It does attract, as we've mentioned uh, many times here, it does attract a uh, an entire host of, um, of Holocaust survivors who come together on an annual basis. And this year, on Saturday night, there is going to be a historic event. It's called The Last Survivor, Dudu Fisher, in concert at the Venetian Hotel in Las Vegas. They are making an entire Shabbos out of this event and, of course, Saturday night is the uh, is the big crescendo, if you will, is the uh, climax of the event uh, for that weekend. Information about all of it, you can go to thelastsurvivorevent.com, thelastsurvivorevent.com, for information on that. J.M. in the A.M., Rabbi David Goldwasser's words. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning chizuk.
2: Good morning. There are three times during the day that we daven to Hashem. We pray in the morning, the afternoon, and in the evening. We learn in Mesech the Brachos that the Avos HaKtoishim instituted these prayers in their times. Avraham Avinu established Tfilah Shachris, the morning prayer. Yitzchak Avinu introduced Tfilah Smincha, the afternoon prayer. And Yaakov Avinu established Tfilah Sarvis, or the evening prayer. Not only are these three different times of the day itself, but they also represent three Tkufas, different periods in the history of Klal Yisrael. Shachris, which is recited in the morning, represents the golden era of our times. Tfilas Arvis, the evening service recited in the night after the sun has set, represents the Tkuf of Shkia, a sinking and decline in the spiritual status of Bnei Yisrael. It is an era of Chorban, Exile from our land. Yet, these two phases of sunrise and sunset don't interrupt our Avodos Hashem. Our expression of thanks to Hashem for all the good that He has done in the past and our entreaties to Him to help us in the future. Shachris and Arvis, two distinct time periods in the full day. Regardless of the circumstances, we bless Hashem. Dovod HaMelech conveys this clearly in Tehillim. Tzorav Yogan tzor, Distress and grief I would find, then I would invoke the name of Hashem. I will raise the cup of salvations, Kois Yeshuos and the name of Hashem I will invoke. This indicates our obligation to Hashem. Whether we are holding the Kois Yeshuos, the cup of salvations in our hand, and we possess great riches and success, or God forbid, If we're experiencing the opposite, we pray to Hashem. However, there is a third segment of the day, a shorter time period, when the light and the darkness touch. It's designated as ben Hashmashos, or twilight. It is actually a time of uncertainty, so to speak, when it's impossible to discern whether it's day or night. Accordingly, if a baby boy is born ben Hashmashos, there's a halachic question, concerning the actual day of birth and the determination of the day of the bris. This time of day represents our current Kufa, a Tkufa that is mixed up, berbuvya, a time of chaos and confusion. It's impossible for people of this age to distinguish the lines of demarcation that define our obligations. This is the era that Yitzhak perceived from a distance, he saw that camels were coming, which are an allusion to our tikkufa. The Torah teaches us that the kosher animal is determined by two factors. It chews its cod and it has split hooves. The camel, though, is one of those creations whose tum and tahara are muddled because although it obviously chews its cod, it does not have split hooves. This creates some uncertainty and confusion. Similar to the period of twilight, where real light and darkness are in transition and blended. In anticipation of this difficult period of time, when it's neither sunrise nor sunset, Yitzchak implemented the Tfilas Mincha as a tool of combat. We learned that prayer at Mincha time is especially effective. May all of our Tfilas be answered. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a nice
0: day. J.M. in the A.M. on a Thursday with 35 degrees, mostly sunny weather, and a high temperature of 44. Again, a reminder, outside of Israel, we start saying the same Talamatar tonight. Keep that in mind. If you're not familiar with that custom, you can consult with your uh, local rabbi. Uh, well, Corey Bardash is a uh, is a name very familiar to me for a long, long time. He's one of those people who uh, neither he nor I want to reveal how long we know each other. Uh, he contacted me a couple of weeks ago and uh, informed me that he and his wife, Yifat, are in the uh, midst of um, a leading a very important effort in Israel. Uh, they live in Israel, and uh, Corey, in addition to what we're about to discuss, his role uh, with his wife in this very important work, uh, of all the things that I want to mention about him, I will say he's uh, a captain in the IDF spokesman's office in the Reserve Corps. You have quite a resume, but that's the one that jumped out on me. Corey Bardash and Yifat, welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning. Good morning. Nice to see you. So you estimate that you have been listening to Jewish programming on this radio station for quite a while.
9: Absolutely. <laughs> Log-
0: yeah. We're not going to put a number <laughs> to it, huh?
9: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah.
0: You made Aliyah how many years ago?
9: Uh, 19. Yeah, 19 years this ago. month, it's uh, 19 years ago. So,
0: I mean, let's just assume you were not 18 years old when you made Aliyah, right? <laughs> Can someone become a member of the IDF spokesperson's office and, and continue to progress in that area of Israeli life as, you know, somebody who made Aliyah when you did?
9: Well, it's actually a very good question. Uh, it's a whole different uh, conversation. What's oh, yeah. interesting is that um, when I made Aliyah at 30, uh, the army actually didn't want me. Because uh, there's a cutoff at 28. So they made it clear you're not. They made, <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> uh, but um, I actually had to use all my connections to get into the army to uh, volunteer for the army because I was already uh, too old. They right. didn't need somebody. Uh, you know, I w- and What am I yeah. going to fight?
0: They'd, they'd rather the 20 year olds than the 30 year olds.
9: But um, but I remember. Actually, there was uh, there was an article in the newspaper, and there was talking. And the uh, the Doveret, the, the spokeswoman at the right. time, was uh, in a uh in a, it was an article speaking about all the work that they do. And I said, hey, listen, I'm not going to necessarily fight, but I know I could contribute to the country and uh, to its defense by speaking English. Right. And um and I used all my connections to actually get into the army and uh and uh and and one thing led to another and I, I got into the army because you not only have to go the army said Okay, we'll let you in, but you have to have a unit that sponsors you. Yeah. So the spokesman's unit, uh, contacted the army. They said, yes, we could use him, and, and thank God. And this, uh, and this and,
0: may be overstating the obvious, but you can accomplish more as a spokesperson officially with the IDF than I guess you could as a, I don't know,
9: regular citizen running around and being Right. A Listen, there's right. just something, the optics of wearing right. a uniform with bars on your shoulders, talking to, uh, and, and the unit that I'm in is talking to, uh, visiting politicians. Or international organizations that come to Israel right. and articulating and advocating uh, and articulating properly what um, the army's role is in whatever it is, and, and, and if you remember the, um, let's say the security fence, for instance, right. um, that Israel took a beating in international press as to how bad it was, and and again the optics of the mm-hmm. Berlin Wall right. and, and everything like that. But a part to, to be, that, right. exactly, but to be able to explain how it actually saves lives. It's, uh, on both sides of, of the thing and, and basically the wall could always be and the, it's not even a wall. It's a fence. Ninety-six right. percent of it is actually a fence that can be moved. It can be adjusted. And then. a life can't be re- returned. So uh. Interesting. Uh, and,
0: and this past summer, more work for you, less work? Now that you're older, it's less work in general? No, no.
9: It's uh, it's, it's more. And there's it's actually a very um, motivated group of individuals that are in the spokesman's office that we actually call them all the time saying, when do you need us? And it's not right. like we have to go to the Army for two weeks at a time. It's, oh, we have a meeting. Could you go to... Mm-hmm. Uh, And represent it. So I always, I joke around that the hardest... You know, or the most dangerous thing for me is my cholesterol level because uh, I have to go to a lot of functions and dinners, and <laughs> rather than being a you got the tough y- part y- yeah, of exactly. army life. Huh? <laughs> very interesting. So,
0: vote to you, oh. and uh, you and that entire unit should continue mm. to have success. Thank you. I'm sure you've had a lot of pushback in different encounters. Uh, yeah,
9: yeah. yeah, and, yeah as you meet people yeah, from around uh, the world, very
0: hostile audiences at times. I can only imagine. All right, so uh, you and your wife Yvatt, you uh, tell us tell us about uh,
9: this project that you that fell into your laps, uh, so to speak, right? Uh, well, what actually happened is, uh, uh, and my wife could go into it as well, is the last five years we've had foster children in our lives, particularly uh, teenagers. This uh, is in Israel, in what city? We live in Efrat, but we're actually when we started having these foster kids in our own lives, our own pri- right. you know, private kids besides our own five biological children, um, uh, we were living in Yushalayim at the time. Uh, we have subsequently, last three years, we moved to Efrat. And... Uh, and uh, and what, what what we experience is that when children in Israel, the, the the problem exists in America as well. When children who are part of the social welfare system, which includes foster care, these youth villages, the some wonderful youth villages, homelessness, or where uh, social services is involved in a child's life within their home, or some kids that are not even part of the system, right. when they age out, when they're eighteen and one day, everything dries up. There's nothing for them the support system that the government provides is gone right there's no funding and therefore society expects these children at the no, age of 18 to live as an independent adult right and i don't know about you i could talk about myself <laughs> when i was 18, 18. <laughs> and and we had you know supportive parents sure. loving nurturing parents communities uh schools schools that everything is geared to help a kid right.
0: till they're ready to be a. they it's ready
9: to be. And you know uh, our children look forward when they're 18 they're looking at the future with anticipation, excitement, you know, opportunity. Right. This population in Israel and it's 4000 kids every year that age out, another 4000 dumped on society that view turning 18 with dread and depression because what are they going to do?
0: No one to turn to. Right. So you fought what did you do to help solve this problem?
6: So as Corey said um, we started in our house uh we had few kids that we took uh to our home um, we raised them up they, they came to us already 16 17 very very sad cases uh and we saw that there is a hope even if you start in a Older age, there is a hope for these kids, and if you uh, give them the life skills and the tools, they can actually uh, have this transition to healthy adulthood. Meaning, even
0: if you meet them at sixteen yeah, or at 17. seventeen years old, because yes. we would think they'd have to, you know,
6: you start early. It's right. much, it's much harder. Right, I must I admit, it's, we we, <laughs> we went through very, very a lot of difficulties. But, uh, then we understood we cannot do it for all the 4,000 people, uh, kids. <laughs> Can't bring to yeah, home. Uh, because we really... That <laughs> <F-Rod's
0: laughs> only so big, huh? only
6: have 10,000 yeah. people there. Yeah, we, we had few in our home. And, and also through this process and meeting their friends and their crowd, I realize that we, if we can just uh, cut them at the age of eighteen twenty it 's crucial age
0: right, can, couple of years
6: if we can take them in these years and really give them uh, uh, the whole support they need, we will give them high school diploma we'll give them life skills, we give them a uh, work ethic we can actually save them we can, we can send them at the age of twenty to real life they can be, live independently and then how we will cut the the circle of poverty.
3: Right.
6: So uh, we decided to take an action and to to do something for society and to change the the whole perspective of how you look at uh, kids in risk.
0: All right, and we'll talk about the organization and everything in a moment. But just to backtrack for a second, because I'm sure there's some Jewish mothers who are listening and yeah. are very, I mean, I don't know if the system's the same as the U. S. You could tell us that. But but when you say five foster children, does that uh. mean five official? Foster kids under your care? Like, is it similar to what we know here in the New York, New Jersey area? We didn't get
9: paid for them by the government. Uh, It was, uh, we, the the foster care system in america it it has a lot of difficulties when i say foster care i actually expand the definition to any child that lives out of their home or their home is a dangerous situation i
0: assume and i assume limited contact with their real parents
9: right or or zero or zero or abuse or or it's it's a very negative uh, they'd be uh, on the street quote unquote right and 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 you have to understand that this population they're they're no longer children and they're not yet adults and all these Let's say the very good uh, youth villages that these children live in, um, they just get them up to 18 right. because uh, – and, and, and you're not teaching – they don't how to open up a bank account at that right. point. They don't what, have to work.
0: But, but when I mean that Jewish mothers would be curious, yes. mm-hmm. you then took the responsibility oh. for those five Absolutely. kids.
6: Absolutely. Absolutely. You, you,
0: you had them in your home as if they were your five real kids, right?
6: Yes, yes, absolutely. I mean, you
0: ended up with 10 kids,
6: right? I ended up <laughs> of, with going to 10 parents' uh, teacher, teacher conference right. a day. Right. So now you get my
3: question.
6: <laughs> yes. Absolutely, absolutely. It's a lot of work, and I also work in the consultant to large companies. Uh, it's, it's a lot, a lot of work, but I felt they are the, like... We, we say uh, on a little time, Avivimi a Azavuni. Right. So this is this is these kids, Avivimi Azavuni. They don't have parents. And if we don't take them to us, they will be in the streets. They I will mean, be criminals. They will be abused. I understand, will be,
0: I understand all that, but there are people who hesitate and, and think for months if they should take in one kid. You're, uh, you're <laughs> at five, and you probably thought for months about taking it
3: to
9: six. <laughs> no, <I was> <laughs> <some> <laughs> two of you.
3: Yeah. I, I would figure. So, uh, there was the,
9: one case that one of the children that came to us, uh, we got a call, and I remembered clearly that uh, uh, we didn't even meet the kid yet, and Yifat said, I love him already. You know, like, before, yeah. uh, but um, but some of these kids, because they went to school and because they live in different things, they weren't living with us 24-7. Understood. But and still, so,
0: you're responsible I love, Yeah.
6: Yeah. yeah. yeah.
9: That you are their parents.
0: So you're right that they're in the dorm or they're in other people's homes for a while. But whatever the case is, you're responsible.
6: Absolutely. And I must say that we have uh, five kids of our own. Right. They're they're very young. They don't know the stories behind these kids. They're siblings. They (laughs) they don't know the stories because we try to protect them. But because they're very loving kids, they were part of the whole deal. And this is uh, part of the cure, I would say, even.
0: That must be very helpful to the foster kids that they have brothers yes, and have sisters like of, that.
6: Yeah, we have a lot of yeah. Oh, our
0: kids
9: like to play basketball. Oh, I'm
0: sure. One. You know, you find and they probably fight like siblings as well. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> find Corey Barnash in our studio visiting from Efrat. All right, so let's get to the formal part of this because there's actually something that our listeners could do to help this situation, and that's uh, uh, that's Atara, right? Atara is the name of the organization. Yes. Um, Empowering women as they age out of foster care. You've done this specifically for the ladies, for the girls of that age, right?
6: We had to start somewhere. Right. <laughs> there are 4,000 of them every year, as Corey said, and we had to start somewhere. So we decided to start with the most vulnerable population. So, uh. Teenage girls. G- girls.
0: Obviously, right. Yeah. I mean, we talk about the most vulnerable. Those mm-hmm. are the ones that need the most care.
6: Exactly. And they would turn 18 right. and they, um, expected to live on their own. Right. They can't. It's just a busy survival right. all the time. So if we give them the shelter, if we give them the food, we can actually be able, they will be able to look above the the, the moment right. and to, to get to something they in their can, life. They can
0: imagine a future for themselves. Exactly. Right. Why are we under the impression yeah. that the Israeli government, because of the way it's set up and beca- and the nature of its generosity would be taking care of kids past 18. Like, we as, you know, observers from thousands of miles away think like that of Israel. It's not a wrong impression,
9: right? No, no. Well, you should know in America there's a big push as well to expand foster care and social services from 18 to 21. For this very reason. For this, because... Psychologists, social workers, and and everybody who looks at the evidence and the data will show that for every extra year, because up until right. eighteen, a kid isn't learning life skills to live independently; they're just being sheltered and fed. So if you give and, them until twenty one, and we're, and you combine that with learning how to transition properly into society, right. is, is so it's, uh, 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 it occurs in America. In Israel, we're still a young country, and they're they're finding their way, and and and, and one of our Major goals is to help change the way Israeli society or the government looks at this population. So, if
0: you had it your way, the Israeli government would do just that. Would fund for another three years at least. But
9: we'll get into our project specifically. We clearly would like the Israeli government in a certain uh, uh, to partner uh, to change the way they look. Continue funding. To either the youth villages or to foster or, and, and programming specifically up until the age of 20 and 21. In right. Israel, it's something different than, than America. In Israel, the great equalizer, everybody in 18 years old right. either does army. the army or national service. Right. This population, by and large, does not. So they've been marginalized their and whole lives. And not life. required to. And not required to. Because their life so situation, the their situation is situation, such right. that they're not. So, um, so they've been marginalized their whole lives. And in Israel, everybody says, oh, what army you were Where did you do Sherut Lumi? And and by using the platform uh, and as a tool, national service within our project, so this is what happens. This is what the project is all about, and it's it's fascinating. And it gives – it's like a boot camp on a certain level where a kid will come in, and at the end of this two years, they will be prepared to live as independent adults. Half the day is they're doing their national service, these girls which they would not have done otherwise. But we've partnered with, uh, with a very uh, with a very good organization, the, Net, uh, the Volunteer Association. That's the largest Sherut um, uh, Lumi organization. And these kids are specifically placed in positions where they have a special, let's say, um, inclination right. to want to work in a hospital or whatever it is. And they're doing that till, let's say, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. It's on-the-job training. It's they're uh, uh, getting a lot of it, responsibilities, oh, and they've never had this oh, But and then the real crux of the program is the next part of the day. And let me just give you four statistics. This population, 18% that age out, 18% only have an, a high school diploma. Less than 3% go on to higher education. Within five years, 40% will experience homelessness. The national average of abuse and uh, and uh violence and, and or incarceration is 3 times the national average even some of these kids that go and live in good youth villages up until 18 so if so we're giving them what they have never done before home economics uh learning how to cook skills uh, skills this how to, how to, how conflict resolution with sure. their bosses um, vocational training. They want to be a cosmetician. They want to be a photographer. They want to be a nurse. Whatever they want to be, we'll give them the um, the, the, the tools and the courses to get through it. We have a staff of a house mother, three social workers, uh, um, uh, uh, Majichot. Um, teachers and, and, and what UFOT has built is, 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 is a So there are a lot
0: of UFOTs out there
9: who are helping out, who are uh, well, you know, supervising uh, the kids. Uh, they, well, within the project. I'm saying, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah absolutely. No, we have, right. and, and it's, and it's an extensive, and, and what we've built the program is specifically looked at the, the biggest obstacles that this population face. What all the studies will show is that this population lacks stability in their life. Financial stability, emotional stability, housing stability. And we're giving those tools that when they're 20, they can actually go to work, open a bank account, go shopping on a budget, prepare a Shabbat meal for their family, and and hopefully know how to recognize an an unhealthy relationship and what is a healthy relationship. You thought...
6: Yeah, I would like to tell you about a story, sure. a story that combine our own uh, foster kids and <laughs> and this project. Uh, a girl arrived to us. She was 17. Um, she came. Her father uh, passed away when she was very young. She was four uh, years old. Her mom is totally dysfunction. Uh, she was in the street for two years. She was looking for a bed, going from one friend to the other. Sometimes sleep in the street. Ha- and with that, she tried to struggle to, to go to school and to, to gain something from school. But of course, her head was not there, so she never finished her high school diploma. She arrived to us when she was 17. She was totally broken. And, uh, so we, first of all, we gave her the warmth, the love, the food on the table, the, the warm bed. And slowly, slowly, she could be able to concentrate more on the studies and think about her future. We guided her to do Shirut Lumi in the project. And now she is, she worked, she went to a very special program in Shirut Lumi. She is a doctor assistant. <laughs> And she she even takes blood for patients. So now she wants to be a doctor when she grow up. And she will do it. She will do it. Because now she has a, a high school diploma. Uh, when she will finish Shirut Lumi, she will be able to go to college. And she will be a doctor.
0: Unbelievable. The website is atara.org, A-T-A-R-A.org. People who read all about this. The first three words that appear on the website are independence, dignity, and success. And that basically... Sums it up, right? That's what it, we're, we're looking for them to be independent. We're looking Absolutely. for them to have dignified lives, and obviously we want them to be as successful as possible. Um, alright, so what do people, uh, what do people do? They go to the website, they donate, and, uh, what are some of the programs, projects, things
9: that you're raising money for now that people can participate in? Uh, um, some of the things that, uh, that people, if, if they would like to help is, uh, either from sponsoring, uh, one of the participants, right. or, um, or One of the projects one but uh, one of the things that we're actually you know we 're talking to people about as well is a Shabbat program because right now the house works twenty four six and on Shabbat because uh, for whatever budget constraints that we, 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 we don 't have it all the time because uh, the the expenses involved but um but we, and we also realized only after the program started that some of these girls have no home to go to on the weekend. Right. And, So um, they have a place six days, they have no place for Shabbat. And so for the, for, since the project started, we actually are hopping around getting our friends <laughs> to, to house these girls on a, on a, on a Shabbat by Shabbat basis. But Shabbat is not just Shabbat. Oh, let's have a, a find a place for them. Shabbat is actually part of the program. Because if somebody's going to live independently, and a lot of the, and these girls, all of them, come from a traditional Orthodox background, uh, and uh, and so that's what they know, that's their background, and that's what they their emotional feeling is. And in order to for them to be able to make a Shabbat, set the table, cook all the the, the foods for their future family, um, that is such an empowering tool, and it's sure. not just. Oh, let's make Shabbat. Right. It's, it's, it, it's, it's part of the it's whole. Part of the whole thing. Uh, part of the whole thing. So, um, so each Shabbat actually costs us $500, uh, for a Shabbat over, you know, the, the 52 weeks of the year. And, uh. And that would help. Provide Shabbat 20 for the girls? girls will for 20, have, 20 girls. girls will have a Shabbat with Madricha, with the food, but they prepare the food. Right. They, they do yeah. everything. They're, they're involved
0: in, they're, in the preparation.
9: And that is part of the program as well.
0: All right. Atara, if we could do one thing today, it would be to convince people in this audience to participate and to help with the Shabbat program. Atara, as you heard, is uh, uh, doing an amazing job, a... Um, a, a, a a way to get these young ladies onto a road of independence, onto a road to success. And one of the things they need is their Shabbat program sponsored. And you heard why from uh, Yifat and Corey Bardash. If you go to the website, a t a r a. dot org, is a donate button right, right there. And I assume if people click on that, they can donate specifically $500 per Shabbat.
9: Right, right, right. right. Hopefully it will work.
0: It better work. Simple as that. If you go to the website, you can see a lot of the different things that we spoke about today, uh, why this need has been created in Israel or why it eventually, unfortunately, happened in Israel, why this need is out there for those who are over the age of 18. The vision of the Atara organization, the story, the program, it's all up there on the website. Uh, you can check it out by going to Atara.org, A-T-A-R-A dot org. And again, they are looking for a donation, and it is working, by the way. Okay. Uh, they, they are, they are, they are working, they are looking rather for a donation of $500 per Shabbat in order to make their Shabbat program a success. If you go to Atara.org, A-T-A-R-A.org, you can do that and participate
9: in that way. Anything else to add? Uh, it's, uh, you know, one thing Yifat always says is, like, we have our own five biological children. And these girls in the project, uh, in our in the program, they're HaKadosh Sparkle's they're children. It's, and we're happy to do the heavy lifting. You know, we get nothing out of this. It's, uh, we always say it's two for the price of none. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Very good. <laughs> but it's, uh, but it's, it's something that, they're, they're, it, it, sometimes in America, this population, they're not part of the Jewish community. So it's sort of the other. In Israel these are our Jewish children and in order for them to live stable independent lives to break that, uh, that 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 cycle it's not only for these girls it's for their children of course and 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 it is an effective way of proving we have like the top uh, social workers with us in Israel and 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 and, and I, I'll add with the, sure. end with this last thing three different mayors in Israel in the last couple of weeks contacted us to open a, a Tara home in their community because they have their own you they look at it as financially cost effective because if the one dollar that you give to an organization like a Tara In five years, they're not going to come to you for being a battered wife or being uh, a single mom or or food stamps. So that's why the cities are coming to us and wanting us to uh, open up a a home in their community. Boy, oh boy, the demand's on you already. Now, I'm sitting
0: here in amazement today, and and it was like this the moment you called me about this project. Uh, Because, you know, don't take this the wrong way. Two regular people in Efrat. Have gone ahead and established something to make a real difference, and now it's gotten to the scale where you know you need tens of thousands of dollars, if not more, to just support what's going on. So, kolakavod. What can I tell you? I'm yeah. telling you. I'm sure. Like I said to you, there are people who think for months and years whether they can handle one foster child. <laughs> you not only are taking care of the the five you mentioned, but everybody else is under your umbrella as well. So.
9: Yeah, ja, this is uh, my vacation that I take my wife on uh, <laughs> to America <laughs> and uh, go fund You're literally care. here to ask people to help. That's why yeah. you're here in the United oh,
6: yeah. States. W- we Absolutely. left five little kids at home. With a that.
9: babysitter. Uh,
6: yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we don't want to accuse you of neglecting
9: yeah. anybody. <laughs> uh,
0: I am encouraging our listeners to check out the website Atara, the Atara Home Under the Leadership of Yifat. And Corey Bardash is a uh, well-worth effort to support. Go to the website, atara.org. And as you heard, a Shabbat program, and it's so important, if you missed any of this conversation, go to the archives later and listen to the whole thing, a Shabbat program, is uh, so vital to their success, and uh, at $500 per Shabbat, they could take care of those 20 young ladies. At $500 per Shabbat, if, if everybody out there takes one Shabbat a year, obviously, it would be, be tremendous progress. I thank you very much for being here today. Thank you thank very you. much. Kolakavod, Best regards to the entire Bardash clan. Thank you very much from all of us, and it's a pleasure to reunite uh, for the purpose of this amazing mitzvah. Uh, go to the web, everybody. at dot A T A R A dot org. Donate as generously as you can. Obviously, any amount is welcome. Uh, but anybody who could sponsor a Shabbat at five hundred dollars uh, a Shabbat, obviously, uh, it, it would be uh, tremendously helpful. Um, to the organization, atara.org. My thanks to both Ifat and Corey Bardash. Broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey, this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, and around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. A.m. How many people realize that's a Shalshala song, I wonder? That is a Shalshala song. Before that, Osim Chuva done by uh, Yaakov Shweki. Uh, Hass concert, of course, January 11th. Uh, Yaakov Shweki headlining at Avery Fisher Hall Lincoln Center. Information, uh, hassconcert.com, H-A-S-C, concert.com. A big thank you to the Bardashes of uh, Efrat Israel. They lead the Atara organization. You heard the incredible work that they are doing. And if you want to contribute, be part of it. Sponsor a Shabbat, as they asked, etc., cetera, etc. Atara uh, atara.org, A T A R A dot org for information about the whole thing. JM and the AM, don't forget, you can comment on everything we do by uh, heading to the uh, uh, by heading to the N S N app. We have an N S N app, Android and iPhone. You can listen to our programming all through the day, all around the world. I want to thank somebody who just posted a comment. Nice recap of Nahum Siegel Shabbos in Kew Gardner Hills in this week's Queens Jewish Link by Dr. Mark Singer. Thank you. That's very nice. I saw that yesterday. Dr. Mark did a great job on that, and I thank him very much. J.M. in the AM at 10 minutes after the hour. Don't forget that the... um that the Talmud Torah of Flatbush continues its amazing lecture series is coming Saturday night. Rabbi Tzvi Ram, our our rabbi at the Bialystoker Shul in the Lower East Side of Manhattan, and administrator of the Manhattan Besdin, speaks about from the casebook of the Besdin unusual stories and issues in contemporary conversion that's happening at the congregation Talmud Torah of Flatbush 1305 Coney Island Avenue between Avenues I and J in Brooklyn. This coming Saturday night, they are getting massive crowds. By the way, to that lecture series, so a of to everybody. Mr. Blumenthal and everybody responsible for that. Uh, reminder, Lower East Side of Manhattan welcomes are by Simcha Hachbaum and are by Daniel Rosenstein of Chevron this coming Sunday at the Orenstein Building. They'll be speaking at 1015 in the morning. The program is in memory of Mr. Gene Singer. Information you can contact the Chevron Fund at 718-677-6886. 718-677-6886. Our journey to Israel has been announced the day after Tishabov in 2015. I believe it's July. 27th, we leave on an excursion to the Holy Land that will be simply unforgettable. You're all invited to participate. Our friends at Keshet Israel taking care of everything in the uh, Holy Land. And, of course, our friends at Ariel Tours taking care of all the travel. And uh, all you do is go to NahumSiegel.com. Go to NahumSiegel.com, and you'll be able to uh, get the information by clicking on the link on the picture of Maratha Machpelah that you'll find at the very top of the page there at NahumSiegel.com. All right, so that information is available there, and uh, we hope everybody will explore the possibility of joining us in the Holy Land starting on the 27th of july and uh, we will be broadcasting from there of course we've had an incre- a couple of incredible summers in israel over the last uh, two summers and this time you get to be part of it so look into joining with us and uh, the sd from keshet travel is going to be keshet israel is going to be um uh, joining miriam El wallach today We're going to be discussing the whole thing on uh that's life starting at ten thirty this morning uh charlie harari's on at nine o'clock i'll be with the boardroom 9 a.m., um, Jew in the City speaks. Allison Josephs with a review of what was an amazing event, we are told. it got great reviews. An amazing event this past, uh, this past uh, Tuesday night. The Jew in the City, uh, uh, Orthodox Jewish All-Star event. We're told that that was great. Um, she'll have a review of all that coming up at 10 o'clock. 10.30, Miriam El-Wallach with That's Life. And at 1 o'clock this afternoon after the live lunch, Sammy Schechter with his stunt show debut. We welcome Sammy Schechter, a young, personable, and uh, quite talented and skilled uh, young man who is going to be uh, part of the stunt show host rotation. You'll hear his program for the very first time at 1 o'clock this afternoon Eastern Time on JMNAM.org. And a big, uh, big yesha koach uh, to Michael Fragan. He's doing a uh, another great spin class program tonight. And not only is he doing uh, politics in this area of the world, he's uh, doing politics on the other side of the world as well. He'll feature Rabbi Zwei Bell from the I Israel of America and the Orthodox Jewish elected officials who are under fire in East Ramapo. He'll speak with Zach Fink discussing the Christy Cuomo bromance, as Michael calls it, as they both eye 2016 And he'll feature Mayor Weingarten, our very own Mayor Weingarten, setting the table for Israel's early elections. That's all going to be happening between 6 and 7 tonight. We call it spin Class at jmandtheam.org. More coming up. Keep it here at JM and the AM with Simcha Liner. that's uh, Simcha Liner. He was with us yesterday, as was Benny Friedman. They're part of the Big Hask lineup coming up on uh, January the 11th, Avery Fisher Hall. It's Thursday. Always an exciting day here at JMV. And By the way, tomorrow might be exciting because tomorrow we get to analyze the events of this week with uh, Malcolm Homeline who will join us tomorrow at about 7.40 for the weekly update. And, you know, we love the ratings grabbers. We love those ratings grabbers. We love those weeks where we know there are going to be a lot of people tuned in from around the world. And now that March 17th has been designated as the date for the new Israeli elections, tomorrow is going to be a ratings grabber. Everybody's going to want to hear Malcolm's analysis of what the, uh, of what he has to say regarding the Israeli government and its dissolution and the new government that might be in power in three and a half months. And all I can tell you is Malcolm's probably going to reiterate how he, he can't figure out this thing like the rest of us can. But we'll at least try to discuss it and analyze it tomorrow. So make sure to join us during the weekly update. If there's one thing that's hard to predict, it's Israeli politics, that's for sure. Oh, we'll give it a shot tomorrow morning right here at JM in the AM. Big day on our stream all day long at jmam.org. Charlie Harari follows at 9 a.m. this morning with the boardroom, and as we mentioned, great programming today. By the way, I wanted to add that in addition to the discussion with uh, Esty from Keshet, um, Israel, that Miriam Wallach Wallach's going to be having regarding our big trip coming up in July, she's also going to be speaking with Shifra Klein of Joy of Kosher. They're going to go through the whole Hanukkah issue, and then they're going to make donut sandwiches. Apparently there's a new Miriam Wallach-invented um, dish where you literally cut a donut in half, yeah, half that way, not half the traditional donut way, and you make a sandwich out of that donut. So she'll see how Schiffer Klein takes to the idea, and they'll actually do that experiment together in studio starting at 10.30 this morning on our stream at org. We have some very special guests in our studio. Today seems to be, for me, a reunion day here at JM and the AM, a, a day of nostalgia with some of the guests we've been having. Uh, On Monday, December the 15th, on Monday, December the 15th, Yachad celebrates its 30th anniversary. The dinner and awards presentation takes place at Congation Keter Torah on Romer Avenue in Teaneck, New Jersey. On Monday night, the 15th, the reception begins at 6, the dinner at 7 o'clock, and uh, the Director of Institutional Advancement for the Yachat organization, Ken Sable is here in the studio at JM and the AM. Mr. Sable, welcome back to JM and the AM.
10: Thank you so much for having us.
0: You've been here before, right?
10: Yes, I have. There thank
0: you thank go. Sorry, it was accurate when I said welcome back. I cannot believe Yachat is 30 years old.
10: Indeed, it is. It uh, is pretty amazing. 1983, West Hempstead, first Shabbaton. Uh, I believe there were 12 individuals there at the time. And the organization enjoys, thank
0: God, amazing support. I don't just mean financial support, but amazing support from the Jewish community at large.
10: Indeed. There's every community wants to have a Yachad Shabbaton, a Yachad program. They're so welcoming to us, and we're really grateful for that support. And
0: we always say this. if uh, you know, No matter who's in the studio, whether it's your director or associate director or anybody from Yachad, we always say, think back to, I don't know, maybe 30 or 30 plus years ago and this was simply not the case where synagogues, communities were not as welcoming uh, not blaming anybody just it was the reality of the times And, and look where we are now it's like like you just said, like one of the highlights for a community is when the Yachad Shabbaton comes to town.
10: For 30 years now, we have been all about inclusion, and it's a, made, made such a tremendous difference in the, in the Jewish world. And we're very, very, very proud of what we've accomplished. It's simply
0: amazing. And uh, financially, you want as much support as possible, obviously. And this 30th anniversary dinner is a golden opportunity for everybody to join in.
10: Absolutely. We have a wonderful evening planned. We have terrific, terrific honorees, if I could take a moment to uh, speak about them. Sure. We we have Rachel and Yissi Arambach, who are really, uh, they're really a true Yachad couple. (laughs) Uh, Rachel was an advisor, a coordinator, she ran junior Yachad, and then Yissi came along and he became a coordinator, and uh, Yachad made a shidduch for them. And uh, they got together, in fact, uh, after their wedding, Brachot, uh, they had a Shavar Brachot with Yacha. So I
0: guess they're really indebted to Yacha. They really are. <laughs> uh,
10: they continued their dedication throughout the years uh, when they became youth directors of their shul. They had Junior Yacha join their carnivals. And uh, together now, uh, they're always welcoming for Shabbatons in their community. And Yissi, through his work at his company, has worked to bring inclusive programming to his company, uh, Credit Suisse. Uh, bringing Yachad members to the individuals at the company. And in turn, they make a donation to Yachad. So they're a wonderful, wonderful uh, recipients of our Young Leadership Award.
0: Unbelievable. Very nice. Our Yachad Family Award goes to who this year?
10: Aaron and Isabel Orlansky. Uh, they are a terrific, terrific couple. They have two children, Alana and David. David is a Yachad member. He's probably one of our most beloved Yachad members. He's got the most energy of anybody I know uh, and they have consistently hosted so many programs for Yachad. Probably one of the nicest things uh, that, that, that they get out of this is the Nachas that they have from, from David and from David's friends. I know last year David had a special birthday and they made a party for him and the overwhelming majority of the people at the party were Yachad friends of Very his. Nice. So that was great. And we have a
0: third honoree, which we'll get to in a moment. I do want to mention, by the way, that both uh, Rabbi Riskin and his wife and President Richard Joel and his wife are uh, honorary chairpeople of the event.
10: That is correct.
0: L- lending even uh, – I mean, you have a whole list of prominent names associated with this event. If anybody looks, looks at the tribute committee, you'll see the type of people from our community uh, that are involved. But it's obviously uh, wonderful to both uh, welcome the Joels and the Riskins uh, to that list. The, um, the Community Leadership Award is being given to a very special family, right? You're giving the award to a family out there. It is there. indeed the family. And for me, this is extra special, and I'll tell you why. Because this is a day of reunion. A day of nostalgia, and Rabbi Chaim Martyr, one of the leaders of the family that you're recognizing, is here in our studio this morning. And it's an honor. Good morning, An honor to welcome him here. Oh, for Nice to too. see another old friend here at JM in the A.M. Good morning, uh, sir. Good morning. Good morning. How My are pleasure. things in White Plains,
11: New York? Uh, things are happening. The uh, the uh, the shul and the community are ju- are growing. And how uh, long have been you been in White Plains? Here. This is our twentieth year there.
0: You're twenty years in White Plains already. In, yeah, the Hebrew
11: Institute? in the Hebrew Institute, how of different
0: Plains. than 20 years ago? I mean, is
11: is it much larger than 20 years the ago? The shul has uh, grown younger. Uh, that's a rarity. That's <laughs> a yeah. rarity. Uh, with uh, with families moving in and uh, and the shul's full every Shabbos with 200 uh, plus uh, adults and 100 kids around the building and
0: uh, and and more things happening each and every Shabbos. It's it's incredible what's happened to the Orthodox communities of Westchester in general. I know. It's wonderful. They, they just continue to grow and you say younger. That's wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, the Rabbi Martyr and I go way back, and if I'm not mistaken, you are a TABC parent as well. TABC parent, my own parents, my own parents. Well, right? parent. yeah. So we have a lot in common. That's an, absolutely, and we know each other a long time. And on top of that, a gentleman that you brought along with you this morning to represent your family, whose name is Akiva Martyr. Right, that's Akiva over there. Akiva, Akiva. Good morning, Akiva. Good morning. I believe he is the one who appears with. Benjamin Siegel on Shield News, he which is. everybody around the world can access online. You know, mm-hmm. ah. and and they both more nachas, they, a lot of nachas. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. And they both this is the Yeshiva University very important news service. It's a right? huge deal, up to date news service. And they both have a very good sense of humor. Did you catch that? I watched their banter. It's good. <laughs> yeah, very sharp, yeah. very sharp. Akiva, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Where are you in the in the martyr family? What number child are you?
12: I'm think three. Very in the nice. Order. Wow,
0: unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Incredible. Seven oh wow, unbelievable. I'll play. We could just sit here and reminisce on Morning <laughs> Log. Why even talk about the event? Anyway, on, on the 15th of December, information that might be more of note to our community, uh, the Martyr family, which includes Shira and Jason Sable, Ari, Akiva, Shoshana, Ayelet, Yonina. I also have a Yonina. I mm-hmm. like that. Uh, Donnie, Susie, and, of course, Rabbi Martyr are all being recognized as Community Leadership Awardees. First, Ken Sable, why did we choose the Martyr family?
10: The Martyr family is an incredible family. They, All of their children have been involved, are involved in Yachad. Everyone who is of eligible age has participated in our programs, starting from 7th or 8th grade, been involved in the Jabbatons, then our many, many summer programs, of which we have 25, thank God, this coming summer. Wow. And they've all been staff, and they have literally done anything and everything they could possibly do for Yachad. In addition, I I know Rabbi will not uh, love me saying this, but... He and Susie are incredibly welcoming to Yachad in the White Plains community. We spoke earlier about having Shabbatons. Right. Every year we have a Shabbaton in the White Plains community, and they could not be more welcoming. Is literally, as I said, nothing that the Marta family would not do for Yachad, and they're absolutely the perfect community He traveled family.
0: from White Plains to Jersey City early on a weekday morning. That believe was me, indeed he did. do will do anything for Yachad. I mean, come on. I assume you've been on the road since 4 a.m. I would guess. Maybe a little later than that, but uh, not yeah. much. <laughs> um, so what happens? They have the uh, annual Shabbaton. What type of effect does that Shabbaton have on the White Plains community? It has been. Um Community-altering
11: for us, and I think it helped a, sh- a shul and would help and helps any shul um, recognize that a, sh- a, a synagogue, a shul life, uh, we tend to think about what it does for for us, services provided for us, um, places where we come to daven and do our thing, and um, it causes to take us st- people to take a step back and say, right, we are. Uh, this is about a larger world of, of, mm-hmm. of Jews that we are here to embrace, and um, it, it, it alters. As I said, and it's all the face of our community. Every year, people, you know, we have a number of things happening over the course of the year in the shul. This is, um, as mentioned before, a highlight for us. You know,
0: it's, it's interesting. You heard our previous guests um, and the, the work that they're doing, which is unbelievable. and Beautiful. And, and they said to me off the air, they can't believe that people walk by this problem and don't realize yeah. That's right. And, you know, and of course, some, the majority of us don't open our eyes usually to things, unfortunately, that may be human nature in many ways. Yachat has opened up everybody's eyes. Yachat has essentially said, you know, there's a, a segment of the community, people in our community, who, you know, who, who we really could help and could, you know, get involved in our community, include our community, et etc., et cetera. And they opened up our eyes to it. A lot of us would just have continued not realizing that we could have this wonderful. Back and forth relationship with members of the Yachad community. Absolutely, I think
11: uh, you know w- when we when we go to the grocery store and there's a young bagger there uh, who who might be a, a, a special needs person. Um, it's it's your it's your moment. It's the moment that makes you or breaks you is when you turn to them and you say, "Doing a great job, Tony," or whatever his name is. Thanks so much, and they get the smile from their face. And 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 um, in that in that in that instant, you've said right. We're we're equals uh, here on this planet and, 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 and in the community. I appreciate you and
0: you appreciate yeah. me. That's how it works. It's amazing. Akiva, what has your, been your involvement? I know you, uh, you're still a teenager, right? Oh, no, um, you're not. 19, 19. Oh, you're 19. So you still, still qualify. Yeah, I still qualify. So how is it that so many teenagers in our community, White Plains and beyond, get involved in Yachad and, and mm-hmm. stay for such a long time in the organization? Well,
12: I mean, I got, personally got involved in Yachad on, I guess my first event was well, all the, all the Shabbatones in my own school. Right. And then we had an eighth grade Shabbatone. Um, so I think the Shabbatones in the beginning is an easy way to get involved. But they, uh, they also have a lot of programs throughout the summer and throughout the year that people can get involved in. I, I did Yad Biyad, um, right. when I was going into tenth grade and throughout high school I sort of, Progressively got more and more. But um, why is it so
0: satisfying to you? You know, I can mm-hmm. I can ask Rabbi Martyr, he can give us a very rabbinic answer. I'm sure <laughs> why it's so satisfying. But why, to a kid like yourself, is it such a satisfying experience that you want to go back and back, you know, mm-hmm. back again as often as you can?
12: I think um, for a lot of reasons. On one level, it's just fun. You know, <laughs> the the events are fun. You're with people that all everyone that's there wants to be there. Um, and it's not people aren't there for the drama or Anything like that? It's just people are there to make new friends and to be kind to each other. When you're in that sort of environment where everyone is just being being themselves and being open to other people, um, I think it's a, a time where people develop their own self-esteem and feel good about themselves. So I think that's one main reason why people find themselves drawn to it. No question. No, no, like I,
11: mentioned, no I think that teenagers are by nature uh, um, you know, by nature very self centered and. Uh, and they go, and kids go to camps, and my kids also, you know, to go to Camp Stone every year. Uh, but, but to to take time and they sort of divide their their summers between going to Stone and, and hopefully, you know, staffing yachad events afterwards. These are moments in which uh, when you, you, you take, take a step back from yourself and uh, you remind yourself what friendship is, what sharing is. Um, what a really meaningful summer can be, you can go to Israel with, with, with kids who, with, you know, with kids and adults who own these programs and see it through their eyes, then you've actually uh, benefited twice over from the experience. That's so true. Uh,
0: Ken Sable, Rabbi Chaim Marder, Akiva Marder, all in studio this morning, JM and the AM. The event that we're calling your attention to is, of course, the Yachad. Uh, National uh, dinner coming up on, uh, what are we calling it? The 30th anniversary dinner, rather. The Yachad 30th anniversary dinner coming up on Monday, December the 15th. Um, Many distinguished honorees. They will inaugurate the Joel Danner Yachad Communal Fellowship. Why don't you talk about that for a moment, Ken, this uh, special fellowship that's being uh, designated that evening.
10: So Joel Danner was the quintessential mensch i truly believe if you look up the word mention the dictionary there will be a picture of joel there joel unfortunately passed away four years ago he was all about ensuring the jewish future in terms of professionals he was ahead of uh, cjf the head of personnel at cjf um, and he consistently worked to make sure that he was partnering people who wanted to be in the jewish communal world partnering them up in the in the in the right positions And even in his retirement years, he came to Yachad, he came to Dr. Lichman and said, what can I do to help? And Dr. Lichman noted that we we needed to move in in another direction and to further enhance our organization by building our lay leadership and building that partnership between lay leadership and staff. And Joel went around the country, New York, New Jersey, Chicago, elsewhere, to try to help help build us up as an organization. And, And he did such a tremendous job. And again, he was such an incredible individual. When you spoke with Joel it was as if you were the only person in the room. And I, I can tell you personally that many, many times I find myself saying, What would Joel do right now? <laughs> and I don't I don't act until I figure out what do I what I think he would he would have done and then I and then I act. So the
0: Yachad Communal Fellowship will be under the name of Joel Daner.
10: Yes. We we created this fellowship in his memory. There are three individuals who, who are uh, Daner fellows. They're outstanding individuals who all care about the Jewish community, who all care about individuals with disabilities. They're, it's post-college. They're taking a year off between college and whatever it is that they want to do, whether it's psychology, law, health whatever it may be. And uh, it's a, it was a very, very uh, intense process to choose these three individuals and they they are worthy individuals, and they will carry on the, the Joel Daner name for, forever.
0: Monday, December 15th at Keter Torah on Romer Avenue in Teaneck, New Jersey, a 30th anniversary dinner for Yachad. Uh, can we say that that's the centerpiece of the dinner, that the, the fellowship is? Are there other specific needs that the dinner is addressing this year specifically that you're raising money for? Oh,
10: it's for it's, in addition to that, it is for, obviously, overall, Yachad in right. general. Uh, we've spoken about the summer programs, again, of which right. there, are, there are 25. We're so well known for our Shabbatonim, but I think people need to realize we're so much more than Shabbatons. We have the day hab programs where we're teaching, you know, critical social skills and life skills and obviously respite for families. We have a vocational program. Rabbi those mentioned those are daily, right?
0: The vocational Yes.
10: Right. Rabbi mentioned before about, uh, you know, meeting an individual in a, in a supermarket right. who might be bagging, et cetera. That's all there is. That's things. vocational programs that we do that in New York, New Jersey, elsewhere throughout the country. I don't know if people realize that we're in 15 states, Canada, and Israel right now. Two chapters in Israel right now. So we're really moving. We have an IVDU school for individuals with special needs. I can go on and on. Yachad is in 15 of the United States? That's correct.
0: Which is the most obscure of those 15? <laughs> Which one would I find hardest to believe? Uh, Omaha? They're in Omaha? They're yeah. in Nebraska? Nebraska? Yeah. Yachad's in Nebraska. Yeah. Really? 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 Who's the head of Yaakov in Nebraska? <laughs> or you don't know the name uh, offhand? You know, I can't tell you the name. Find out for me. I'm curious. I will certainly. I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't mind discussing uh, Jewish ser- life in Omaha with somebody from there at some point on the air.
10: <laughs> no problem. We have, of course, we have uh, relationship building <laughs> courses and marriage and dating courses. All types of, obviously, counseling services for individuals, family supports, and all and all of that. Um, you know, we were mentioning before when you when you were, when you were talking with Akiva about you know why why he wants to get involved oftentimes we get notes from parents of quote-unquote typical individuals right. who their involvement with yachad has made such a difference in their lives. We all think about the yachad participant, that it makes such a difference. And frankly, it's the other individuals that, that we really touch and, and make such an incredible difference yeah, in their lives. But it's
0: the first thing our martyr said, that it's been the community changing. The Absolutely. whole experience has changed the community at large, which is, Pretty amazing. Great benefit to, uh, to the wonderful generosity of the people who work with Yachad. Um, Isabel and Aaron Olonsky, Yachad Family Awardees, uh, uh, Rachel Ferlich-Arenbach and Yisrael Arenbach Young Leadership Award, uh, the Martyr Family, the Community Leadership Award, as we mentioned, Monday, December 15th. How's the dinner doing so far? Are we getting a response out Thank there? God
10: we're getting a response. But, you know, we'd love to have, uh, you know, obviously more people and raise more funds. I think uh, all of us in the community know somebody who's been touched by Yachad. And if you do, That's true. and if you know one of the honorees, call up, send in a donation, attend the dinner. Donation at any level is greatly appreciated. It makes a difference every day.
0: Best way to reserve for the
10: dinner would be? Would be to call, to reach out to our terrific, terrific event coordinator, Elaine Grossman. Grossman E at OU.org. G-R-O-S-S-M-A-N-E at OU.org. Or you can call her at 212 eight three five zero.
0: All right. Two one two six one three eight three five zero for information. Grossman E at OU org for information about the dinner. Yachad has a website of course, yahad.org you can check that out. And you can get your reservations in for December the fifteenth and pay tribute to all the honorees. Or by Martyr, you know how uh, you know how it is being an awardee or an honoree at a dinner. Not always the most uh, you know the easiest thing. But there must be at least one member of the martyr family who's most excited about this. Of all the martyrs, (laughs) Who's the most excited about the big night coming up on the fifteenth of December?
11: Oh, that's a hard one. I would, I would say my wife Susie, but she—that would be a falsity.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure one of the kids. One of the kids. Uh, I'm sure. yeah. I don't know. My,
11: my son Donnie. My I was son gonna, Donnie. Yeah. Who's, uh, Donnie's uh, probably looking for a fun line now. <laughs> He's, He's the, the one. that right. Can't
0: wait to get on that stage. I <laughs> think so. I He's going to give a speech.
11: The truth is, we, we've uh, in the past um, had opportunities. been reached out to by other, or, you know, not not daily, but uh, I can imagine, But sure. but other institutions and we. We've held back, but uh, when it came to Yahad, uh, we felt it was a, it was the right thing. And I uh, turned to to the leadership of my synagogue, and also, you know, I uh, wanted to make sure that I wasn't uh, taking advantage of, of of my own position there for this. And they said, "You're you know crazy. Of course, you should do this." And uh, just wonderful to see, to see the response just from uh, from members of our kahila and from uh, those who, who know us, because um, they know how important this all is.
0: You know what I saw online the other day? A video. Of you, I don't know if you were moderating or anything. Inter- oh, you know yeah. what I'm talking about, I right? do. A very well-known debate.
11: Yeah, between uh, Mayor Kahana and East uh, Greenberg. Right. right. Yeah.
0: How many years ago do you think that was?
11: Uh, probably 24 years ago. 25, that, 25 years ago. That possibly.
0: was when you were the assistant uh, rabbi? Assistant
11: rabbi. At the the Riverdale. That's right. Unbelievable. Yeah. I was younger, I had bigger glasses
0: then. Time flies. <laughs> I did notice that, by the way. Time really flies. Yeah, it it's unbelievable. It does. Um, and, and White Plains, just a word to be. Look, you made the trip, and we appreciate it greatly, believe me. Um, and, and you mentioned the growth of the community, thank God. I mean, it, when people would visit there, and think about living up there; they would find everything you need in a Jewish community, right? I mean, ba- basically, every yeah,
11: either in White Plains or in just in the surrounding communities uh, within a five minutes drive. A uh, service and amenity that you're looking for in the Jewish world, you have up there in yeah. that area. Yeah, we do. Uh, if you're looking for 20 restaurants, don't come to White Plains. Right. That's okay. Um, but
0: it's not a short ride to Teaneck. I mean, it's not a long <laughs> ride. to Teaneck. No, it's not. Kids <laughs> do it
11: twice, back and forth every day. Right. Uh, if you're looking for for a uh, a place that has its value straight, where um, you know in New York it's sometimes complicated and the money thing is complicated for people uh you come to white plains and you meet people who uh, who who recognize the um, value of family uh jewish living and uh and a certain wholesomeness and a hamishness that you that uh, you find in the shul that's really uh you know we hope hope other places are doing it also
0: but we we know we're providing that very nice and i wanted to mention again that akiva martyr when he's not uh, on the road speaking about Yachad... We're studying. Or, oh, does he study? He head? studies. Yeah. Yes, he, does. he puts in the time? <laughs> he, do you put in the time or not? I put it in. <laughs> I squeeze it. Uh, and when he's not uh, uh, doing the Yachad tour, uh, you can find him on S.H.I.E.L.D. Shield News. News. Uh, I would assume the most influential news broadcast I in would, the country at this point. I would say it's yeah, we're definitely getting there. The, oh, um, you, you wouldn't say number one yet. We're, You're on your way. We're on our way. After, <laughs> after this uh, <laughs> broadcast. <laughs> <It's> after after. <laughs> this will get you number at least two. another 50 hits, let me tell you. <laughs> Those views will get maybe toward yeah. a 1,000 at this point. Anyway... On a regular basis, you can be found as one of the anchors on S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. News from the Binyam University, Binyam of yeah. And Benjamin Siegel happens to be there as well, and it seems like you're having a very good time. Yeah, it's a lot it. of fun. And I encourage everybody out there, all the youngsters, to uh, check out all the different venues yeah. at YU and other places where you can get into the communications and, and fulfill a dream like I was able to do. It's really amazing, and I'm sure you... Uh, you enjoy it. Uh, go to the uh, website Yachad You call um, uh, you call um, Ellen Grossman. Elaine. Elaine Grossman. I apologize. Elaine Grossman at two one two six one three eight three five oh or Grossman E at OU dot org. Grossman E at OU Yachad's thirtieth anniversary uh, dinner and awards presentation happens on December the fifteenth. At, at the Congregation Ketter Torah in Teaneck, New Jersey. Rabbi Martyr, wonderful reuniting in this way. With you, too. And thanks for the opportunity to talk about something really valuable. I hope I'll visit White Plains one of these days. Uh, let's make make a date. There's room for me up there? Absolutely. You could For a day or two, you could find <laughs> a
10: room.
0: Uh, Akiva, I thank you as well. Ken Sable, continue your amazing work with Yachad.
10: Thank you so much. And to
0: both Dr. Lichtman and the brand-new father again, Ellie Hagler. Mazal exactly. Mazal tov. Mazal tov is right. Please send our very best. We certainly will. Uh, more coming up. It's JM in the AM at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, and around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. the AM.org. Thursday morning, tonight we start saying the Talumata, a reminder tonight at Mariv we start saying the Saint Talumata outside of Israel, in Israel they've done that already a long time ago uh, that is uh, Mehera done by uh, Shlomi Gertner my thanks to all of our guests from Yachad, 12 minutes before 9 o'clock it's JM in the AM, reminder, Beit Road dinner is coming up the, uh, January the 6th January the 6th happening at the Crown Plaza New York City Go to org for information on that. Uh, what else do we have here? Shabbos Chazanus coming up with Chazan Lemmer and choir leader Yechiel Posner at Congregation Hassam Sofer on the Lower East Side, 10 Clinton Street, tomorrow night at 415, Shabbos at 845. Check it out. Get ready to enjoy. Speaking of Chazanus, don't forget that the 10th Annual Benefit Concert for the Parky Synagogue happens on Saturday night, December the 13th with Chief Cantor Yitzhak Mayor Helfgott, Cantor Yaakov Motzen at the Parki Syn- and the Parky Synagogue Choir with Maestro Yossi Schwartz. Um, information on that, 212-737-6900, 212-737-6900 for information. Amazing day on our stream all day long. Charlie Harari with the boardroom coming up at nine o'clock. Jew in the City Speaks, Allison Joseph with a review of the uh, Orthodox Jewish All-Star event coming up at 10. 10.30, Miriam El who not only will have Esti on from uh, Keshet Israel talking about our tour coming up in July, but she's also going to have Shifra Klein from Joy of Kosher, and they're going to be making donut sandwiches. <laughs> 10.30 this morning, tune in for a unique concept, donut sandwiches in honor of Hanukkah. 11 o'clock, I'll do the live lunch. Limey Eichler is going to join us with what's new in the world of Judaica. 1 o'clock, Sammy Schechter debuts in his role with the stunt show. And Michael Fragan with an amazing lineup tonight on spin class at 6 o'clock, including our very own Mayor Weingarten on the Israeli elections. You know when that's happening, right? That's happening on the uh, 17th of March, as has been announced. The 17th of March. Brand-new elections in Israel. Tomorrow, Malcolm Holmline will join us. Weekly update will return tomorrow. And uh, Malcolm Honeline will uh, discuss, I'm sure, the new elections and everything else you can imagine. All coming up tomorrow at 7.40 here at JM in the AM. Uh, In White Plains, Ryan Martyr just reminded me that our good friend Yitzi Spinner is the cantor. Chazen Yitzi Spinner is up at the Hebrew Institute of White Plains. Here he is at JM in the AM. That's Itzy Spinner. Give a big shout-out to the White Plains community again. <laughs> I want to thank Roy Martyr for visiting us this morning among our guests. J.M. and the A.M. Well, the uh, the word on the street is that uh, our wonderful friend Lori Rosazada is celebrating a birthday today. That's right. Uh, Dr. Joe and all the Rosazada children want to make sure to wish... Uh, their wife and mom, Lori Rosazada, a very special happy birthday. We'll do it with a Yakov Schwecki song. Happy birthday, Lori, from all of us at JM in the AM. Mr. Alan Achimachem, Machemer, brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners to sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, around the world on the web, jamtheam.org. Broadcasting live from the and Robert Gold, studio here in Jersey City, New Jersey. Thanks so much for tuning in. Tomorrow, weekly update. Chance to really analyze what's happening in this crazy world of ours, including the brand new announced Israeli elections coming up in March. A lot to do tomorrow. Make sure to join us here at JMN. Tremendous amount of great programming on our stream all day long at jmn.org. If you don't have the NSN app, Put it in your phone now. It gives you the chance to interact with us all through today through the comment section on the home screen and you'll hear everything, starting with Charlie Harari uh, coming up next and all of our great programming. So please install on your Android and iPhone the NSN app and just start list. There are people who just listen all day long. It takes about a couple of minutes to get used to, and then that's your new system of listening. Uh till tomorrow, Nalcolm Sigal reminding you remember to pass, live the present and trust the future.